Yo, what up? This is your boy Frankie J. This is Naija. This is Sammy Zone. This is Joey May. What's up? This is Willie Valentine. This is Jennifer Jimenez. This is Cynthia Figueroa. This is Miguel Reyes. This is Carla Santana. This is Artie of Artie and Legit. What's up? This is Joe Terrell. This is Sharon Serrett. This is Rod from Quad Bay. This is K7 from TKA. This is Jay Grace. The only top 10 countdown that matters starts now. Welcome to Clubhouse Dance Music Top 10 Countdown. Top, top 10 Countdown with your host, CPR Jose Ortiz. Jose Ortiz. Number 10. Siente tus labios, el calor de tu piel. Tus manos acariciando mi cara, pero sigues con él. The new school, the new school, freestyle top ten countdown, number ten. I see visions of you, reminiscence of your kiss, it haunts me, is it true?
school. The new school. Freestyle top 10 countdown. Number 10. edition of CPR's Freestyle Countdown. We are on two coasts, the East Coast and the West Coast, New England and California. Jamming Freestyle in New England is what we do at CPR's Freestyle Countdown. And number 10 this week is Charlie XO, brand new to the countdown with Haunted. Here's number 9 this week, it's Evie. This is Sunrise.
Top 10 Countdown 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 Top 10 Countdown Number 9 Like her there is no other It's Edie and Sunrise And CPR with you We are counting down The hottest songs in freestyle right now At number 10 Is Charlie XO And Haunted And in the background there's Edie Sunrise Here's number 8 this week is another Valentine production.
that would never leave me Try to shake away the tears that were never ending You saw me, you caught me, held on to my trust How could I forget how deep you touched me? Showed me how to love you deeply without pretending running weekly episodic freestyle podcast in the entire freestyle universe in CPR's freestyle countdown and number 10 this week is Charlie Exo and Haunted 
At number nine is Edie with Sunrise. Number eight, Joanna Hansen and Love You Down. Number seven, Carlos After Dark Burials versus Sammy Zone, Believe in Love, featuring Seabank. And right now, it's the hottest song right now to debut on CPR's Freestyle Countdown. It's New England's own Jasmine Dennis. This is Destiny. I 
boy, I know it's a fight Just keep this love alive Let's stop playing, pretend You know you're in this to win And push all down Love me. 
Listening on 90.7 FM, WTCC in New England, and of course, California on Rhythm, 105.9 FM. Once again, it's Adelaide Dragon. Number four. 
num, 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 number three. It's CPR's freestyle countdown. Here's number three this week. DME stand up. It's in to the night by Gentle G. Is the artistic extended remix. Big shout outs going after the team. DME, D Marie Entertainment. This was number three. It's Diddle D. In to the night. And CPR with you. We are counting down the hottest songs in freestyle right now. Live on 90.7 FM, WTCC, and of course, 105.9 FM. Number
GPR's freestyle countdown. Number three this week is Diddle T. And in to the night, it's CPR's Freestyle Countdown. You can join us on the podcast, available on iTunes, also available on iHeartRadio app, available on Spotify. Just go to CPRSmusic.com to get your links. We are counting down the hottest songs in freestyle right now. That's my duty every week right here on your favorite radio station as we jam freestyle from new england to all around the world once again that was diddle d and in to the night and right now moving down from number one and landing at number two is that one classy lady her name is Alyssa b and this is memories of love is the artistic extended mix all the songs you hear on cpr's freestyle countdown are available right now on all your favorite digital distribution sites. Support new quality freestyle music. Once again, here's number two. Moving down from number one is the classy lady. It's Alyssa B. This is Memories of Love. Number two.
music. Number, Number one. one. Number one. It's the new. Number one song on CPR's Freestyle Countdown is G.A. George Anthony, SDG, the Dream Girl, Cynthia, You Should Have Told Me. It's the remix by Willie Valentine, and man, is this song hot, hot, hot. And now, the most requested song on Clubhouse Dance Music, number one. You 
one song in the freestyle this week is G.A. George Anthony featuring D.G. the Dream Girl Cynthia. And you should have told me, number one this week on the only freestyle countdown that matters. And now, the most requested song on Clubhouse Dance Music. Number Number one. one. Number one. You're rocking with the best in the business. It's Cliff Potts in the mix. In the mix.
Music, please. Session DJ Cliff Bus in the mix.
Dave beats its final beat. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized forever. This is 2020. Welcome, welcome to this very special edition of CPR's Clubhouse, the podcast. We have a very special guest, Lisette Melendez, with us here on Clubhouse Dance Music and the yeah, CPR's yeah. Clubhouse podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I just put up a, a post on my social media page before we started recording this. I did a remember when. Do you know where you were when you first heard Together Forever? <laughs> I can tell you this much. The first thing that I ever stole was a 12-inch record of Lisa Melendez together forever from a friend of mine. That he invited me to his house, and he was just bragging about the song that he had together forever. At the same time, it was a Thursday. It was a long weekend. We were going to Bloomfield, Connecticut, and he put on the radio. And at the time, I was just a listener of Clubhouse Dance Music, the show that I ended up hosting years later. But we're driving, and they start playing the song, and he has the vinyl in his hands. And he's just like mocking me about how he has this 12-inch record, and I don't. By the end of that weekend, I had that record. I just borrowed it permanently, and if he wants it back, he can just call me right now. I only have six copies now, so. You had to get it somehow. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, actually, I ended up doing that with my friend. My friend had, um, she had Mary J. Blige, and she had her first single, Mary's first single. I didn't know whether I wanted to buy the record or not. So when I finally went to get the record, they were out of it as well. So my friend Kathy had the cassette. Yeah, she wouldn't lend it to me. So I had to, you know, mysteriously go to the house and it fell in my pocketbook by mistake. And um, 
I returned it to her maybe like a month, two months later. <laughs> I never, I never returned it. The thing with us is uh, when you're a DJ or when you're starting to be a DJ at that time, I was like a wannabe DJ, right? Like I thought that I had everything and then that song yeah. comes out and he has it. I don't. And by the end of the weekend, I have to have it. I, you know, it's, it's just one of those songs that you know exactly where you were when you first heard that song, when you first got it. That song was huge. Not only was our show playing it, TICFM and all the, the commercial radio stations, it was a, a big phenomenon. Um, I'm sure you know that already because uh, you lived it. But uh, for us, it's one of those things that brings you back. You know, you, where were you this day when you heard Lisette Melendez's uh, Together Forever? And uh, it, it always lived with me that summer where I first stole my, my first woman's record. Yeah. Yeah. We never knew that it was going to make that much noise because in the beginning when we first recorded it, I think it was Carlos Burials that actually started taking it around to different labels and nobody liked it. You know, it was just too different. It, you know, I didn't sound like anyone else. So all that we were faced with different challenges, you know, so it, it was a long time before that record actually got picked up. People don't know the challenge behind that. But my first record was Make Noise, actually. Yes, Only in the Dark. It yeah. was it was uh, one of the songs that uh, didn't have your name on it on the first run. And then at the end, they had to put your name on it because you became bigger than the record itself. way that record happened it was actually carlos barrios that had you know he had he was signed and he was the artist on the label like a lot of djs do now he was doing that back then and i was he was just looking for someone to sing you know that one quick verse and all that so it was basically his record and i was the featured artist on it you know and even when i first started people didn't even know that it was me after together forever because the different the sounds of my voice were two complete different sounds you know, Make Noise was a very mysterious falsetto type of song, um, vocal. And then Make Noise is more of a powerhouse, you know, bassy voice. So a lot of DJs, after that, they weren't even aware, you know, that that was me singing the record. This song is dedicated to anyone that's ever been in a difficult situation. You know, there's always a way out. You can always rise. You can rise above it all. You've been very busy. Ladybug Records is your own independent record label. Right now, it, it's signed to 418 Freestyle for distribution. You did Rise. You did Engañame. Uh, there was a re-release of the song with uh, Listen, you and and, um, and Cynthia, I Can't Change Your Mind. So you, you've been very busy with your own independent label, Ladybug Records. It wasn't my intention to start my label, honestly. You know, when I first recorded Rise, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do with it um, because no one, as far as my coworkers, you know, Kay... Um, George, none of us were really putting out new material. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I put out the record. I'm like, damn, I'm the only one that's basically putting something out. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I didn't have a label. So I did shop it around a little bit. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. And at the end of the day, the way music is today, there are no labels out there anymore. You know, um, to get a deal the way we had it when I was doing Together Forever and we all had deals back in the day, um, those labels don't, although they do exist, now they're signing different, you know, artists. So it's hard to get a label to sign you. 
So I ended up just saying, you know what, let me put it out because I believe so much in the record. And I wanted to write a record that not that meant something, you know, um, not that the other records didn't mean anything, but I just because we have a platform that we are able to speak for others that feel they have no voices. I wanted to do something that uh, that can move people that people can relate to um, and speak for them. So that's when I wrote the record Rise, which is which is the meaning behind it is about anyone that's been, you know, battered, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically. Um, we all have been there somehow, some way. I was never abused physically, but I have seen that growing up and women are embarrassed to talk about it. And once I felt like I wanted, this is the message that I want to just have out there and I'm going to stand behind it. It meant more to me than anything because it wasn't your typical freestyle dance love record. It had a strong message behind it. And a nice video to go with it as well. And then you, you came and you turned it on his head and then you did the remix with Judy Torres, Lisa Lisa, Seabank. This is the remix. LM in the house. With the ladies. Are you ready? Here we go. Why did you have to throw it all away? I never wanted it to end this way. Just like I said before, you know I'm rising. You sounded the best that I've heard you in a long time in that snippet. Uh, excellent job with, with that specific note, which is my highlight. I was thankful that Lisa Lisa showed up. You know, um, I didn't think I was going to get her in. I mean, she's the reason why I even had the nerve to pursue my career. Um, then we had Seabank, which was, you know, a total sweetheart to come down. Judy, you know, trooped it and she was stuck in traffic hours getting there and going back. And I was thankful and I still am. And I don't think the record has hit its mark yet. I think that record is still new to a lot of people. Some people don't even know that there's a remix. So I'm going to continue to talk about it. And hopefully, you know, if down the line, I would love to perform all of us together. Eventually, we'll get to that day that we can all perform that record together. It's a great song. And uh, the remix is great. And back then, like I mentioned before, you know, now we have more new music. Now we have, um, you know, Sammy Zone that has his record out. We have um, K7 has his record out. Now you have new, you know, Elisa B, which has been around for a minute. But now people are starting to get to know her. So now we have all this great music together that I think it's easier for us to walk in through that, that door as opposed to one person trying to kick it in. And when I did Rise, I was basically, you know, one of the only ones that was putting out new music from the old school I'm talking about. Because you do have your, you know, your new generation that was putting out music. But I mean, like the the uh, the OGs from back in the day weren't really putting out new music. So... I was basically the only one. Now that there's more, in, you know, more fish in the pond, all of us are together. Um, I think it'll be easier for people now to have that resurgence, you know, really open doors for even the newcomers, even, you know, anyone that's trying to put out good music. But I'm hoping, and this is my message, that we have to make sure we put quality music out there because I think that's what happened the last time. It got bombarded with so much music that people were just rushing to put out music and it just started sounding, everything just started sounding the same. I'm very picky. Um, I feature only the best of the best and people get upset with you when you tell them, you know, you got to go back to the drawing board. I'm sorry, I can't play this for you. Believe you me, you got to see my inbox. I can give advice to TKA's K7, but then you can't give advice to a new person because they know it all. 
So I'm just like, you know what? I give up. I feel you on that one because a lot of, it takes a lot of work. And for a new artists to come in and, and expect almost to get to where we're at, that it took us 32 years, 35, 20, whatever years to get to where we're at, it's paying dues and it's it's doing it and, and hustling. You know how it is. Now you have yeah. to, every day you got to be creating, you got to go on pages, you got to go on live, you got to open up your heart a little bit to, to let, for people to get to know you as a yes. person now. They got to know your personality. People didn't know who Elizabeth Melendez was. Their interpretation of me was like, look at that conceited, you know, girl over there. And I got that because that's just my demeanor, but it's not who I am. Sometimes people get intimidated. I know that you're approachable, and but for me too, you know, um, I've been on the radio for a while. I've been on, online for a while. Approaching you is like, oh man, that's Lisa Melendez. You got to come with respect. I'm glad that we've gotten the opportunity to, to have a conversation now. And have the audience listen to it uh, because it's a long time coming. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. Uh, even when uh, you were you were coming out with Rise for the first time and you were trying to gather all that together. Because it's important for you to get your, your voice heard. Social media sometimes, they can distort what you're trying to do, your message. People will go out and make assumptions about you. And I like to get down to the nitty gritty, to the facts and stuff. And uh, that's the important part of, of what I do on a weekly basis. I hate all the fake stuff out there that people put out. I, let me tell you, sometimes I just, my jaw hits the floor because, well, what I hear and what I see, you know, social media is great to promote. It's a great marketing tool if you if you market it the right way. And with all these likes and the shares and, and all the, and boosting this and boosting that, you know, I sit back and I watch everything. And, um, you know, you just have to be a hustler. You have to work hard. It's not going to come to you. You can pay you know, of course, for advertisements and for marketing, those are things you have to pay for. There are other things that you have to do organically. You know, your fans, you can buy numbers, yeah, but at the end of the day, you can't force feed a person to like a record. You know what I mean? Right. They either like it or they don't. At the end of the day, you're going to see the proof is in the pudding. So I just pretty much lay back and I just watch everybody and it has to be a point. There has to come a point that people just see what's really going on. And there's certain people that I see are really chill about it. And some are not, you know, and, you know, I, I can't step on anyone's toes for, you know, for me to get to number one on your playlist or that anything like that. To me, it's all about the fans. And I'm going to continue to do this for the fans, because if I start looking at it as a big competition, then it becomes competitive and it doesn't become enjoyable. Right. And I've caught and I got caught out there for a minute. I'm like, wait, a, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm doing this now for basically I'm getting caught up in all this hoopla, which that wasn't the intent, you know. So I got to retract sometimes and, and reboot and then continue to do whatever it is that I want to do. And I just want to do feel good music, you know, with meaning, quality. You know, I have my label out there. Um I'm working really hard on writing, you know, and I don't, I really don't want to write my own songs all the time. I would love to collaborate. I've been talking to a couple of people, which I'm not going to mention, but I'm going to start collaborating as well. Um, but I like to do stuff because no one's going to do work harder than you are for yourself, you know? So I really go out and I dig deep and I write and I do harmonies. Like today I killed myself trying to finish this, this, cool song that i will be releasing within the next three or four months 
it is just the way it's built is kind of different for, from what I'm used to doing, but it's a definite Lizemelander's record. LM in the house. I saw some videos uh, of you working with the Santana Twins. Why do you trust them to capture your sound? Why do you trust them to be your producer? Well, honestly, f first and foremost, they're awesome guys. Um, and they work hard as well. And they have the ability to listen to what you're saying and give you the chance to bring it out, you know, as opposed to some people that just want to do something their way or no way. Um, so that's why I like working with them because I feel free to, to bring my ideas to the table and then listen to it and say, all right, let's do it together. Let's see what happens. And they like, they enjoy work doing music and they don't take it so, so serious to the point that it becomes uh, frustrating. You know, they're really easygoing guys. And I like working with people that, that are easy because it complements my personality. I'm, I'm very, let's get this done yesterday. They're like, let's just chill. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's a great balance. Not only that, I've reached out to several, you know, to several producers to see what they're doing. And some of them seem to be too busy, you know, so, you know, I, I let it be, I'm open to hearing anybody's tracks. As long as they're good. Listen, we all have to start somewhere. Right. So I don't have, it doesn't have to be a big name that can, that can submit a track to me. Um, it could be a up and coming guy. It could be an up and coming, you know, college guy. It could be, a, you know, a teenager, you know, from high school. It doesn't matter as long as it's a good track and it has potential. Hey, I'm down to work with anyone that has the drive. Now, with that being said, I'm reaching out and I'm telling you as well, you know, anyone that has hot tracks, submit them i would love to hear material from different people i'm not only working with the twins i'm my doors are open gone into the vault on two occasions already to bring out tracks that people may have missed uh one of them was listen i can't change your mind uh the collaboration with between you and cynthia uh the video it's uh something that you replay over and over again of course you guys uh, look amazing you're also going into the vault and uh you just released on ladybug Records. stay What made you want to re-release this song uh, for the new audience in 2020? Because they were never promoted, right? Um, when I did the first one, the Listen one, we never really promoted it that well because social media, you know, didn't ex really exist. They only had MySpace. Remember MySpace? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. So, uh, you know, we were in between not knowing what we wanted to do, you know, so we put the record out and, and 
didn't really, really stand behind it because the shows weren't as much as they were like, you know, this year um, or before the whole COVID and we didn't have social media. So we decided that was a good record. That was a good song. So a great song is timeless. You can always, always uh, do a, re a remix too. You can revisit the track and bring it to another level, have a different mixes to it. So that's the reason why I chose to always, and if I were to ever revisit a song, it's because of that. It's because it wasn't promoted the way it should have been. And now I have the tools with social media, with iTunes, with Spotify, to be able to bring it to different audiences or even my same fans that didn't even know about it because it was never promoted. So that's the reason why if I ever revisit any tracks is because of that. It's because it never had the chance. Or it was never really promoted the way I wanted it to. And either that or I just felt that it didn't have the right mix. So that's the reason why I revisited those two. In 2004, you went under a different name, Leela Payne. What was mm -hmm. that all about? Well, I did that because of the fact that I was trying to venture out and do different music and not be stereotyped with just doing freestyle. So I figured, you know what? Let me try to see if I change the name. Again, I didn't have a label. Uh, change the name. Um, and put out a record and see, you know, what happens. Maybe if they hear it without the name, they won't, it wouldn't be stereotyped with who I am. We released it, but we never promoted it because we didn't know what to do with it. Social media didn't, you know, wasn't out there. Uh, radio wasn't really doing much. I didn't care about putting it on mixes. I was, I just put it out for the sake of putting it out. So I said, let me change my name, have a little fun, see what happens. And nothing really panned out because I never, again, I did it, but never really promoted it because I didn't have a team to really just mess around with it. Beyonce did it, although that's a different, she's in a different ball. She's in a different atmosphere. <laughs> and uh, Garth Brooks did it too. He changed his name and he released an album under another alias. So I figured, you know what, let's have fun. Let's see what happens with it. But I never really, we never really promoted the record. And with that being said, that's why I always say I'm always down to try different things because I'm one person that uh, I also have a short attention span when it comes to music. I get bored easily. And if you don't have me in the in the in 40 seconds of, the, of a record, then you don't have me. And I look at it with my records as well. I try to give you something to keep you hooked so you can finish that record, you know, because attention spans are short. So. It's crazy. You know, with me, I just try to experiment, you know, and try different things. I challenge myself. So that's why I decided to change the name. And who knows? I may revisit that name again. We fast forward to uh, now. And now we have uh, Stay, the Carlos Barrios mix. And now we have remixes by Mr. Mig. I want you to stay. I wrote that song to Giuseppe D's track, which is a dance track. And I never wrote that record to a freestyle beat. I wrote it um, with, with Giuseppe D. And he did the original. And Car and I gave the, car the vocals to Carlos. And Carlos pretty much produced the track. And it's not your typical freestyle beat. If you play that against a record that's out today, a, free a freestyle record, the tempos are night and day. So that, to me, is more like a sensual, cool vibe type, you know, another experiment. Carlos just... He takes it in different directions. And when he did that version, I was like, wow, this is something people are not going to expect. And I was, I was hooked to his version because it was so different. 
So that's why, again, we decided to release it because I felt like this is something really, really cool. As opposed to it sounding like everything else, let's just do something that's a little different. I mean, that's why we, I released it again. And, and right now it's in the middle of two really hot up-tempo records, which is Sammy's and, and, and TKA's. Those are hot, you know, high-energy songs. And this one is more like a chill vibe. Then you have the MIG version, which is a, you know, cake to you dance pop version, which I love. So what I'm trying to do is the best of both worlds and give different mixes. So you have to like one or the other, you know, there's a, there's variety that you can pick from as opposed to only having one mix. And this is a record that's out there as I'm working on my next record. I love the record and I think it's different. I think it's a great song. Um, not because I wrote it. I just think it has a great vibe to it. And everything that I do, I do because I feel. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to compete. I'm not trying to keep my name out there for the sake of keeping it out there. I just want to provide my fans with good music because tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, and while I'm still here and I have music, I want to be able to release it and have you enjoy it. You know, and that's basically what gives me joy. now with 418 freestyle and you also are helping other artists because you have a, a second release a ladybug records with a, a newer artist yeah well what i'm trying to do is establish myself a little more and learn more about the business as opposed to just being an artist and i'm trying juggling both is not easy but i decided to release alex malone toxic love which is a banger it's a nice club dance record it feels like you And I wanted that to be released so you hear different varieties again with Ladybug Records. It's not only going to be freestyle. I want to be able to release uh, different genres under my belt because I, I only feel that, you know, you have to ex expand your wings and you can't just be a one-trick pony, you know. So I'm trying to give a little bit of everything. And I want to work with different artists, but slowly, you know, I'm still learning the behind the scenes, which is a lot of work. And you know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you're up early. You yes. do your research. A lot of people don't do their research. Oh, believe you me, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, preserving the history of freestyle music is my main goal on a daily basis. I really like people to know the history of the music. There are people right now that don't know who Michael Jordan is. So that scares me because that means that people who love freestyle music may not know who's George Lamond. And to me, that's kind of crazy, right? Like you said, you have to educate. And sometimes you have to keep repeating the same line over and over, but until people get it. Baby, baby, 
to backtrack a little bit, uh, your your song "Together Forever" was so popular back in the day that they coined uh, that the Lisette Melendez beat, right? So, for from that point on, from 1991 to today, there have been so many people that have tried to sample that beat and put it into their own productions. Uh, some yeah. of them have done it very unsuccessfully. You know, there's only been two that have been successful, and that is you and Karina. For the most part, everyone else has been, like, trying to sample it, speed it up. There's been some songs from Canada, and they sped it up to, like, 300 miles per hour. And <laughs> you're know. like, no, that's not, you know, but uh, yeah. that's. But it's funny that they, they coined a beat after your name. That's the Lisette Melendez beat. It's crazy, you know, because I, I didn't produce the record. Carlos Berrios had a lot to do with it. Frank Reyes wrote the lyric. I was there to, to bring it to another level. I brought the song to life. When that record came out, freestyle was already on its way out because KTU wasn't playing new, new freestyle at all. So I come in and, you know, brought freestyle back to, you know, it gave it a pulse. It gave it a second life because no one was playing freestyle anymore. It just stopped, you know, getting any kind of play. That's because of the oversaturation of bad music. You know, you had the Little Susie Take Me In Your Arms with the Planet Rock beat. And then everything after that besides you was the planet rock beat and it was like yeah. man come on lisa just came up with something great and karina came up with something great and let's keep it going and then the little susie take me in your arm was great and then everything else was planet rock beat to this day 2020 people are putting out songs with the planet rock beat and i'm like no i sorry <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> I'm like what are you doing you know like it's uh you know, the African bombada is like, yo, uh, can I get my beat back? You know, it's... Uh, it's uh... I know. You know what it is? It's creativity. It's There's so many beats that you can possibly use. You know what I mean? It's all about sounds, too. You got to make get creative with the sounds you use as well. So that's why I say it's scary now that we're, we're all putting out music. It's, it's sounding quality. We just got to make sure that we maintain the quality. The writers have to, you know, keep up, you know, their A game. The producers cannot get sloppy um, and you got to continue to stay creative. You can't get too comfortable because and that's what happened. People got too comfortable and they just they were just ripping each other's beats and it just didn't matter. And it just became to me, it became embarrassing. And I also feel like what they do in rap, like they take the up and coming artists and they put them on their record. You know what I mean? And it, it's a movement. It becomes more of a movement, you know, so you have to take a young, uh, a, you know, another artist that's up and coming. And I, I wouldn't mind doing a duet with that person. Or I could, I don't mind, you know, being featured artist just to help. You know what I'm saying? Right. So everybody pretty much piggybacks on each other, but not in a bad way. Bad Boy was doing it back in the 90s. They had Mace. You had Biggie. You had Little Kim. You had The Locks. They were all doing stuff together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then when they were doing concert, they had hit after hit after hit after hit. As far as a new act, who would you like to work with? Alisa B has been doing her thing for a while. She actually wrote a record for me like 15 years ago, you know, um, which is something we've talked about. But some, you know, someone like her that has a nice, steady vocal, um, Audrey Medina, which I think she needs, think a little bit more guidance, but she's there. Audrey Medina reminds me of Erica Badu mixed with Rihanna. You'd be a great person to mentor her because she, she's got it. She's got that, yeah. that great yeah, voice. Yeah. Absolutely. So someone like that, I would love to work with that has talent, but it's just rough around the edges, you know? And then you collect, you combine that with someone, something that I already know, and then it becomes fresh, you know? So 
That's what they were doing before. They did that with Fania All Stars. You had Celia yes. Cruz with Hector Lavoe with Willie, you know, Colón. They we don't do that. The reason why that worked is because everybody knew their place. They knew exactly what part they needed to play. And so now, because of social media, everyone thinks they're bigger than others. The collaboration never works out. The reason why we can't be freestyle Fania All Stars is because people don't know how to play their position. They don't know their part. There's enough of us that if we were to really unite and support and and do it together it could it can become a movement you know right now it's it's kind of like it's moving but it's stalling a little bit because we need more of a push you know and i i feel i'm not intimidated because i feel i'm very we're all unique we all shine in different ways so you have to be comfortable in your own skin to deliver what you deliver like when we did that remix and those ad-libs you were talking about yes why did you have to throw it all away that's I, my favorite one right there yeah yes. it wasn't it wasn't trying to i'm not trying to outdo judy i brought judy down mm -hmm. i was the one that had her come in so i was like yo go do what you do my point being is that I'm not intimidated. If I would have right. been another one, I would have told her, well, Judy, you know, you can't really hit those notes. You can't, you know, mm -hmm. I would have tried to bring her down. I could have manipulated that situation. So I'm the one, I'm the one with the fierce vocal there. It wasn't about that. It was about you do you, you do you, everybody, you know, and that's what's going to separate us all. But that's what I liked you know? about the record because iron sharpened iron there. You know, you had, you had Lisa Melendez, Judy Torres, Seabank, Lisa Lisa, you all brought something unique to the table. And again... We, I never really promoted the record the way I wanted to because I, I didn't have 418. You know what I'm saying? I just had me. I, I released it. I didn't have, you know, um, a distribution, the, the distribution that I have now. You know, right. I didn't have Gino to help me. I didn't have, I didn't really speak with you as much. Right. Um, and, you know, we didn't have a relationship, which I hope now we can establish one. Um, but I didn't really have the machinery behind me you know, to really catapult the record a little more. I put it out there just to see what it did. And now that I'm, that I've learned over the the past year and a half, now I know what I want to do with the record. Um, I could revive the record because a lot of people still don't know, you know, they're right. like, what you had, a, you have a remix and I got to again, have patience mm -hmm. <laughs> and tell them, yes, I do. And put, you know, send them, you know, either the link or something like that because people don't know it and right. it's a it's a cool it's a cool record you know so you know i try and my whole you know my conversation with you is that i i want you to see my side that i'm a game player i'm not trying to be better than anyone that's out there i don't think i'm better than anyone that's out there i know i work hard at what i do i am very aggressive at what i do because nobody's gonna do for me what i want to be done for me so i gotta just take it easy a little bit um and it's not that i'm outdoing anyone it's just that i believe in what i do and i just right. want to i just want to give you guys the best because i have no choice the rec my history my catalog of of music is no joke i'm not just a freestyle act i i've hit every market you know i did salsa i did hip-hop I did dance music. I even changed my name. I started my label. <laughs> you know, you, you were also you were also a fashion icon because everyone dressed like you after Together Forever. The hat, 
the oh, yeah. cuff pants, <laughs> the jacket. You had to go to my junior high school and see all the ladies dressed like Lisette Melendez. Uh, it was it was a, a great thing to see Latina inspiring other Latinas to dress just like her. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, and and I hope to continue to inspire people. You know, just to keep doing good music, just to you know not be afraid of trying and and if you fail you fail you know but you just keep going my favorite lisa melendez moment i was watching oh. i like it like that with john seda <laughs> And there's a bathroom scene, you know? I don't know why your picture would be in someone's bathroom, the record for uh, A Day of My Life Without You, but there it is in the bathroom yeah. where she's there, you know, just trying to scream and yell because her family is driving her nuts. And there's that record right there. And man, yeah. I have rewound that uh, VHS tape. I've gone back to that <laughs> chapter on the DVD. That's my biggest, proudest moment, seeing Lisa Melendez's record in the bathroom while, while um, Lauren Velez, Lisette, yeah, and uh, she she had a Lisette Melendez album cover of A Day in My Life Without You on, on the wall. It was the coolest thing I had seen at that time back in the 90s. I had a, a great run. I can't complain. It went by fast. I wish I would have slowed time down a little bit and, yeah. and looked around because I was being pulled in so many different directions, doing promoting, doing radio, doing interviews, a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I used to get awards and I still have them here, but, you know, somebody had to accept them for me because I was down in, in you know, in another state or out of the country, right. you know, performing, you know, so, but I had a great, you know, career. I can't complain. And that's why I feel like I still want to be able to leave a, a, a positive legacy behind. And I want it to be that I work with good people. I want to make sure that I, I can guide people. I can continue to put out great music and pass the baton. And then that's all. That's all that matters. I think we can all support each other, which will be cool. And maybe let's see the resurgence that will come up and about for 2021. Let's see what happens for that. I'm looking forward to it. Subscribe to the CPR's Clubhouse Freestyle Podcast. Available on iTunes and Google Podcast apps, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Look for CPR's Clubhouse. Thank you so much for joining me here on CPR's Clubhouse. It's been a great conversation. Lisa Melendez, thank you so much. It's an honor to have you here on the show. And uh, much thank luck you. to you with all your new projects. And remember... When you finish that project with the Santana Twins, I'm ready to play it. Oh, my God. Yes, it's, it's giving me a headache, but um, <laughs> but I'll definitely let you hear. You'll get first dibs. You'll get first dibs. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You got it. Take Bye -bye. care. You won't believe me, you'll think it's strange When I try to tell what I feel That I still need you after all the things I've done It had to happen, hon, I needed a change I couldn't keep my life standing still And keep wondering how the world might seem on my
will try to own. 